Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. You are listening to episode 60 of Freelancer to CEO. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode. I am super excited to chat with you today because this is a question that I get asked a lot, and this is also something that I see a lot of freelancers or people who are starting a business and running a household and have a job and are trying to do all the things that they really struggle with. They struggle with being productive, making sure that they get things done. So I want to share some of my tips that I have for you so that you can be productive, that you can avoid some of those missteps when it comes to planning out your day, all the things we're going to talk about productivity today. But before we dive in, I want you to pause this episode right now and go leave me a review on iTunes if you haven't already. Those reviews really help the algorithm in Apple Podcasts tell them that this is a podcast that people should be listening to. So if you are loving this episode, if you find value in this podcast, then go leave me a written review over on iTunes. Tell me what you love, what you keep coming back for, and I would so appreciate that. Okay, let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. So I want you to look at what you have on your to-do list for today. And I also want you to raise your hand if it's pretty long, if it's pretty lengthy. Uh, trust me, I've been there. If that's happened to me before. If I you know, look back on my planner, there have been some days where I probably bit off a little bit more that I can chew. And sometimes we think that having a lot of things to do on our to-do list means that we're going to get them all done and we'll be super productive. But what ends up happening is we probably will become overwhelmed because we'll look at that list and be like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do today. And we also might not account for how much time each one of those tasks would take us. And if one of the tasks that we put on our list takes longer than we accounted for, then that throws everything else off. We might feel like defeated that we didn't get all the things done and it sets us back. So I want you to start off with your to-do list by doing this first thing, which is to stop trying to cram everything into one day. I want you to be a little bit of a planner. And sometimes when we try to cram in everything into one day, it's because we've fallen behind on our workload or what we needed to do for the week, the previous week, and we're trying to fit it all in. I want you to focus 
on the major tasks that you need to do for each day. I want you to sit down each week and think what major things need to be done each day. And I really don't want you to pick anything more than three because anything more than three really will get us overwhelmed. And again, we might fall into that hole of not getting it done. Pick those three major tasks that you could focus on each day. What would need to get accomplished that day? If you do get ahead, you could always move things up, but I want you to really focus on what are three things that need to get done today and focus only on those. Don't worry about what's coming up later on down the week. If you focus on the tasks that you need to get done that day, you will be more likely to be less overwhelmed and get those things done. And We don't want our to-do list to be cluttered with things that don't really move the needle forward. So for me, one of those things is always my emails and my inboxes. That to me is something that I always put on my to-do list and then it sucks me in and it ends up taking way much more time because not only am I responding to emails, but I'm clearing out my inbox. Sometimes I'm unsubscribing from things and it's just a major time suck. And even though I've crossed that off my to-do list, was I really being productive? Was that really something that needed to get done right in that minute today? Could that have waited till later in the day when I didn't need to have that much brain power to focus on it? So what are your three major tasks that need to get done that will cross those things off your to-do list that will really make it so that you feel like you've been productive. Now, the next thing is not probably going to be something new that you haven't heard before. It's not going to be some revelation, but I think it's something that you always need to be reminded about because we can get caught in this trap and it's so easy to get off track if you don't do this. So the second thing that I need you to focus on if you want to be productive in your business and have a productive day and feel like at the end of the day that you got things accomplished off your to-do list is you need to eliminate those distractions. It is so easy to get sucked into checking your email, checking your text message, getting on Instagram, going on Pinterest to look for one thing, and next thing you know, it's 20 minutes down the road and you've been looking at crafts to do for the fall. You can easily get in a rabbit hole of distractions and procrastination. And when we allow those distractions to come in, it can really cut into your productivity, it can cut into the flow of things, and you know that I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but every time you see a notification go off on your phone, on your computer and you check it, it will take you at least 25 minutes to get back into the same workflow and headspace and energy that you were in prior to checking that that notification. So one quick tip that I have done that I've recently seen online that people were doing and I never thought about it, but it's definitely helped me is especially if you have a Mac, there's those little notifications that you can set on that come up on the right hand side of your computer on your desktop that let you know like, hey, someone commented on your photo on Facebook or someone checked your email or here you have a new email from so-and-so. Those little things I didn't realize, but my eyes would instantly pop up to the right hand corner of my computer screen. I would see it, I would read it. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, maybe I should just go check that. And again, that was getting me off track. That was distracting me. And then I would fall down the rabbit hole. So I even turned off those notifications. So you know that I am a proponent of not having notifications from your social media specifically. 
And I am very much turning off my distractions when I'm focused work. I flip my phone over and I put my headphones in and I get to work. So not checking those notifications. You can feel like if you you know send that email or you respond to that DM from that client that you're being productive, but you might be really procrastinating. You might be putting off doing those three major tasks that we talked about in that first tip. The next thing that I want you to do, and this is extremely hard for me, and this really goes to kind of like our household area of our life because life and business, if you're working from home, they tend to to mold together. If you're working on your side hustle or if your business is full time, you're most likely working from home and it can be hard to separate that home life from the business life. And one thing that has been very helpful for me, I am not a control freak, but I do like to do things a certain way. And I am much more likely to just do something because I know that if I do it, it'll be done to my level, I'm doing air quotes here, level of satisfaction. And one thing that was really helpful for me to get things done specifically in the the beginning or like those business building moments, I, I have a lot of people that come to me and say, how did you do it? When you started your business, you were seven months pregnant. Like you had all these things going on and I can't even find the time to do my business and run a household. The one thing that has been so transformational for the productivity part of it and getting things done is I let someone else do the things that I was used to doing in my house. Now, this may seem very small, but this was huge for me. I was used to being the one to do the dishes, to pick up the kids' toys, to do the baths, to do the laundry, to pick out their clothes in the morning. I was used to doing all those things, and all those things took up time for me that I could maybe focus 30 minutes on finishing up client work or an hour on two different discovery calls. So there were little tweaks that my husband and I sat down and when I decided, hey, I want to really make this something that can work for our family. And I know I've seen, you know, just with the little bit of work that I've put in, I've seen this progress. If you are able to help me with X, Y, and Z, I know that I'm going to be able to devote a little bit more time here. And I know that I'll be able to see even more growth with this and be able to make this happen even more. And that's really what we sat down to do. And honestly, what I found is that my husband was very, very willing to help me out. He just was not a mind reader and he didn't know what things I needed help with or he didn't know what things that he could take off my plate. So when I was able to say something like, hey, going to the grocery store and spending an hour, an hour and a half really takes up time where I could be focused on doing my work. Do you mind you know, putting in the grocery order and going and picking it up and bringing the groceries back? That would really help me. And that was something simple that he could do. And also, they like to know that they're gonna do something and that they're not going to screw up. That is a foolproof, like easy thing my husband can do that he is not going to mess up. So letting go of some of those tasks that we often feel as moms or you know in, in our house that we have to do, but we don't have to do it. And if we take things off our plate, we will have more time to focus on those three major tasks that we talked about at the beginning of this episode. And it's okay to let our spouses, our husbands do things in our house 
because it makes them feel like they are contributing to something. So let someone else do those things in your house that you feel that you have to do but are really taking away time from those three major tasks. And then the last thing I really want you to do is to create a list of things that you are not going to do. Things that will move you further away from reaching your goal. So having the things that are moving you away from your goal. So I want you to pick five things that would be on a not to-do list. So one of those things for me would be not checking my phone for an hour chunk of time. I know that if I am able to work undistracted for an hour, I can get so much done. When I don't get distracted, when I don't have things pulling at me, I know that I can get things done. So one thing on my not-to-do list is not going to be to check my phone or check my email. Those things are time sucks. Uh, Another thing that might be on there is to stay off social media. So having that next to your computer, having that on a post-it note where you can look at it and saying like, until this task is done, these are things that are on your not to-do list. These are things that you are not allowed to do. And having that reminder of when you want to go check your phone, looking at that post-it note and seeing this is something that's going to pull me away from what I'm working on. This is going to distract my focus. And it seems very simple, but when you keep your head down and you focus on what's in front of you, instead of all these other things that can pop up, it's going to be a game changer for you and your business. Well, there you have it. Those are my tips to being a more productive freelancer, to being a more productive business owner, to getting things crossed off your to-do list. I think the big thing, the biggest thing that I can give you to take away from this is to shorten that to-do list so that when you do cross things off that you feel like you have moved the needle forward. If your to-do list is 10 things long and you only get to two, you're going to feel defeated, you're going to feel overwhelmed, and you're going to feel like, gosh, I did nothing today and I didn't move the needle forward in my business. So keeping that to-do list short, trying to cram it all in, again, big, big thing is just taking out those distractions that can bother us, can take us away from the task, can get us off our focus, and then having someone else do it. Have your husband, have your spouse help you with it, especially things around the house, the things that we feel like if those things don't get done, that maybe our life is in shambles. But if you ask for help, you might never know what you could do. And even we had someone come in and help us clean our house when when my son was first born. I just, it was one of those things where I'm like, I cannot devote brain power to that. So I had someone come in twice a month and helped us clean our house and it made me feel just so much better. I felt like I was in a better headspace. I didn't have all these other lingering things on the to-do list that were not business related, but were house related that I could focus on. So think of ways that someone else can help you do things. And I know it's hard to ask for help. I know if you're anything like me, you like to do things on your own. You don't like to always constantly ask for help, but there are people out there that, that will definitely lend a helping hand when you need it. And this is definitely not something that you can do going alone. Having that support is going to make you accomplishing your goals that much easier when you have someone who can toe the line and and help you know pick up the slack when you need them to so hope these were helpful tips and i hope that this helps you to be a little bit more productive in your business and i will catch you in the next episode next week have a great wednesday 
Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.